This episode is sponsored in part by the Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934, and DraftKings Sportsbook. Listen to our episode for a special promo code. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Thanks, man, this whole thing. Um... Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast, featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, with my boy Deshaun Butler. What's up? Got my boy John Flowers. You already know, it's your boy J Flo. <laughs> Got our lovely co-host Ashley. That's me. And today we have a special guest here from DraftKings, Johnny Avello. Yay. Nice, nice to have you on the show, man. Welcome. Good morning, all. Thanks for having me on, guys and ladies. Yeah. <laughs> no problem, man. Great to have you on, man. I don't now. I, I don't know much about gambling, so you can clear up a whole bunch of stuff that. Uh, that's not true. That co- <laughs> that's that's very true. I've never gambled in my life. Oh, I don't you like gamble losing with money. Your li- you gamble. You gamble with your life when you talk to me the way you do. You wow! Should. Wow! You, you hear this, your- Johnny? You hear, you hear this? Th- you hear this threat? That was a threat. I just want everybody to hear that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I know. Johnny, I mean, Johnny, basically, hopefully, you could tell us how to make some money, man. How how can we all make enough money to get Gucci uh, hoodies like KJ, man? Like Kevin Jones, yeah, that's what we want. I spent my last on this. I'm more of an odds maker, guys, than I am a selector of who's going to win the game. And just to give you a, a background on some of the things we do at DraftKings. Uh, You know, the two teams are playing each other and not all teams are created equal, of course. So we put point spreads on those games and the point spread is the equalizer. And then the better can take either the team that's getting the points or the team that's laying the points. And I'll kind of give you a a kind of a heads up on how that works. Let's take um, Creighton's playing Gonzaga today. And of course, Gonzaga is the better team. So. For us to make those two teams equal, we've made Gonzaga a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. So the better can either say that Gonzaga will win by more than 13-and-a-half, which is 14 and beyond, or Creighton will stay within the 13-and-a-half, which was which is either lose by 13 or less, or win the game straight up. And then we have those type of bets, too, where you can bet the team to win straight up, not use the points. And, of course, if you're going to bet a team like Gonzaga, you have to put up 11 to win only one and if you're going to take great and you can put up one to win seven dollars so um, that's the way that that's the way the point spread and the money line works we also put up like total amount of points that both teams will score uh during the course of a game on that particular game creighton gonzaga the total is 158 and a half points you can bet that both teams combined will go over that or under that and then during the game we have all kinds of bets uh, that take place during the game. We change the line. We have uh, player totals, how many points each player will score. Um, and then, of course, you can bet which team will win the tournament, win, which team will win regions, and it goes on and on, guys. We And we have just about every sport you can think of up on our site to be able to watch. How, 
how do you, I got a question? How do you determine the point spread? Like, uh, what is what is the the way you do that? How do you calculate? Like you said, Gonzaga with thirteen points. Like, how do you calculate that? Yeah, that's called power ratings, and each team's assigned a power rating based on their how much they score, how much they give up. There's other some other intangibles in there, like home court advantage, which there's nothing none here in the tournament, at least for none of these teams that are left. Um, and then we look at, you know, coaching matchups and any injured players and, uh, you know, who teams have played uh, common matchups that they've had during the course of the season. So, for instance, you take a team like Gonzaga and let's say the best power rating you could get would be 100. Well, Gonzaga is sitting at about a 98 power rating and Creighton's sitting at a uh, 89 power rating. So you look at that, and th- that alone right there is a nine-point differential. And then we have some other intangibles in there that get us to 13 and a half. So it's all based on ratings, algorithms, and things of that. Awesome. I also want to remind our our listeners and everybody out there that we also have a special promo code with DraftKings during March Madness. If you sign up and use our code forecast, then you can get some pretty awesome things along with that. Some, you know, special money to play around with and all that good stuff. So F-O-U-R-C-A-S-T, that's forecast. Free money. Free money. Yeah. Who doesn't want money to bet with? Even if you don't know how to bet like me. Sometimes it's really fun, like, you know, sit there playing around. And Johnny made a good point because you guys don't just do basketball. Um, Actually, during COVID, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, some of the stuff that you guys put up, like, darts in England. And, like, I thought that was so amazing that there was, like, all these random sports that you could still bet on, even though, like, sports here in the U.S. weren't happening. I thought that was cool. Yeah, guys, it was shocking. When we lost the tournament last year, I remember it was – just before the tournament was ready to start and they canceled the tournament. And I am like, oh, my God, really? The tournament's canceled? You know, the t- tournament's been played for like over 80 straight years and you're canceling this great event, the best event uh, that we have during the entire year. And then everything else got canceled. NBA was canceled, then hockey, and uh, we had to dig for some content. So, you know, we're doing, like Ashley mentioned, we're doing darts. We're doing uh, table tennis. We're doing simulated NASCAR races. I mean, we were really, we're digging, <laughs> we're really digging for content. You know, if you guys had a game in your backyard, one on one game, we would probably book that too. <laughs> I love <laughs> gotta that. Got to get it how you can. That's I, was, right. I was getting ready to ask you, how do you like, do you, do you use the same exact system that you explained with, through Kevin's question as far as just like, like a power, power? Like, how do you do that with these sports that are haven't normally been used? in uh in uh, sports gambling as much like that's i kind of feel like that's a tough job just to even dive into like how do you bet a certain amount of darts or something like i don't like i don't know where you go from that like that's tough i gotta sean i gotta tell you that's tough it was tough because you know we're you know we're not experts at everything and but we're odds makers and we can learn fast uh you give us a little bit of data uh, you know, let us know who the top players are. Let us know who the weaker players are. And then we can put a number up on just about anything. Now, we may not be really good at it at first, but <laughs> we'll get better as we continue to keep doing Nice. Tish, 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 now, will you guys continue to do those sports even after, like, you know, all of our sports come back? Are you still going to continue to do these random sports on DraftKings? 
You know, if anything good came out of the pandemic, it was that we were able to hold on and continue to do the other sports. You know, you're always looking to expand your menu. Every, you know, everyone does basketball and baseball and football and hockey and NASCAR, but we were looking, we're always looking for additional content. So now we have these other uh, sports that we've added to our menu. Now, we're still adding sports. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did cornhole. You guys know what that is, right? Yes. We did yeah. bags. Classic. We did, yes. We did, we did professional cornhole. We're looking into pickleball. And you guys play pickleball? I mean, I started playing. It's a, it's a fun game, man. It's no, really cool. I missed out on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never heard of no, it. No, well, you, you haven't missed out on it yet because somebody's going to ask you. It's a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're doing pickleball now. And, uh, you know, we're always looking for new stuff. And we'll, you know, we'll continue. Uh, we also take bets on Oscars, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Emmy Awards. Um, so we, we do. We also take bets on things that aren't quite sports related, uh, mm. because there's a whole new market for people that know, you know, Oscar, think they know who's going to win Oscars and have a good opinion on that. So that'll be coming up soon, also. Finally, my time to shine. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Where did you come from, Dave? I don't know. All those non-sports people out there just went, yes, <laughs> now I can bet. This is great. I, I have a question, though. All right, so when you're dealing with these different kind of sports, do you is it only like analytics or do you actually talk to, let's just say, coaches or um, or guys around the sport? Or is it just straight like analytics and computers, data and all that stuff? We don't talk to coaches, no. Uh, you know, and that kind of be a little unethical, Kevin. You know, us talking yeah. to coaches, they're giving us the game plan and what they think. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, not coaches that's coaching no. right now. Just like listen, old, just listen. like older, Mark. like coaches or commentators that know Mark. more stuff about the game. He found, he found out that he yeah, found yeah, that not you were as ethical already. He found out about your ethics. <laughs> wow. In that question. Wow. Yeah. No, KJ used to do. Yeah. I'm just trying to hedge my bets. That's all I'm trying to do. We know, we yeah. know what you're doing. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Is there anything yeah. wrong with that? All right. No, you know, we have experts that everybody can make odds. Everybody is, you know, can do as different sports, but there are experts in certain. Like we have, we have hockey guys that are, that's their expertise. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have soccer guys. That's their expertise. I think the whole team is pretty on tune with, you know, the, the core sports. But, you know, those other sports, I think the guys that have the passion for it uh, make a better line than the guys. Got you. Got you. Um, So who do you think, Johnny, is going to be in the final four as far as the the NCAA tournament is concerned? And who do you think is going to win this sucker? Boy, you know, this tournament's been strange so far. Yeah. Uh, But but the. The mainstays are there right now. You know, Baylor was the one seed, and they're moving on. Uh, you know, I know Oral Roberts was a darling in a tournament. A lot of our, our uh, betters were rooting for them because they Oral Roberts made them a lot of money in the first few games, but they didn't get there. So that matchup is uh, Baylor's playing Arkansas now, and so I, I think Baylor will move on there. Uh, Oregon State, Houston's a tough one. Um, today we took a million-dollar bet on – Houston win the whole thing a couple of days ago at oh. nine to one. So that gentleman has uh, Houston going for him uh, to win nine million dollars if they can get if they can continue on and win the whole thing. Uh, oh, and on geez. the other side, you know, we we, we have the games today, the, the Sweet Sixteen game, get it final eight. 
I think Gonzaga will prevail. The USC Oregon game's a tough one to me. That's a toss up. Teams played each other during the year, and Oregon won that game in overtime. Uh, and you got Michigan Florida State, another tough game. Uh, Florida State's playing particularly well as of late. And UCLA, UCLA and Alabama. And you know, Mick Cronin's got the UCLA team playing at the right time, playing well. But Alabama's had a remarkable year, mm-hmm. uh, not only winning the SEC and SEC tournament, but just having a just good year all around. So I think Gonzaga will move on to the Final Four. Uh, Alabama or Florida State, I would say, I think Michigan's going to have some problems somewhere in those next two games. Uh, Baylor and probably Houston in the Final Four. And then after that, guys, it's just it's a toss-up who, gets, who wins this thing. Yeah, anybody's game. So you mentioned a guy that put down a million dollars. That is insane to me. What is the biggest bet DraftKings has ever had? Uh, we took uh, $33.5 million on the Super Bowl mm. uh, on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh. So uh, that was a winner. Wow. So Smart man. Smart so man. Yeah, that was a winner. Um, uh, and we've taken we've taken some bets around that, that area. So... Uh, yeah, we're not afraid of a you know a large sum coming in. Oh wow. my God, that is there insane! Go. Thanks wish... for letting me. Thanks for letting me and Kevin Jones and John Flowers know that. <laughs> we'll be sure to put our, our, our best efforts together to, to try to top that if we can. That is I think crazy. The guy that made that three point five million dollar bet, I think his name was like John Flowers. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Playing so with house money, huh, John? So that's where the TBT money is going. I see. That's we, now we know. All right. Look, there we go. I thank you it. for clearing that up, Johnny. I appreciate that. I got five on it, yo. We can put it together. I got five bucks. No, no, no. We need we need the other three point whatever. No, KJ we need got the rest the of it. point. No, I don't. Johnny just aired who, you out, John. We all know who's big money on the show is. We all know who that is. No. I tell you, guys, I don't know what you're making, but John's certainly making more. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, trust me. We know. And the IRS will find out sooner or later as well. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure that everybody's doing their part here. Not we'll make sure. Don't you worry like, do about you follow, it. Do you follow up? Uh, you guys take bets on like the basketball, like overseas and stuff, don't you? Like uh, European and Japan league, where KJ plays and all that. We do. We do take it on some of the leagues, uh, the European leagues, we, mostly. Um, it it is popular because it'll be going on a lot of times when you know the NBA is over with. Even the WNBA, you know that money on that too. Not quite as popular as. Um, as the uh, NBA, but it would probably handle as much as those European games do. So, yeah, you know, we try to expand the menu. We try to, uh, everybody kind of has a niche. So we want to make sure that we're offering that so-called niche for them. So yeah, European basketball. And I don't know if we've done Japan basketball. We did do um, some Chinese basketball last year during the pandemic, and that worked out pretty well. Nice. It's fine. You don't uh, need to worry about I, Japan. I nothing questions. going on over here. We get we get a Kevin relax. There's, no, not, okay. there's nothing going on over okay. here. I'm just saying. You, I can see it in your chest now. You kind of the Gucci huh? popped up a little bit more. Wow. You, seem, a upset. you wow. seem upset that Johnny said that they weren't in Japan. It's I all right. I know that it's. A, I asked about Japan because I know it's a lot of money over there. Like it's a Tons. lot of money over there. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I just asked about Japan. And I also wanted to ask, like, do you guys take bets on like? 
Like, you know, like the strange bets they have in the Super Bowl. Like, do you guys take bets like that with, like, NCAA basketball? Like, who will make the first shot? Will Deshaun Butler hit the game winner? Uh, will he yell out, I run college basketball? Like, weird bets. <laughs> not, like in, not, not, in 20, not in 2020, because that would be impossible. But. No, I was making a comparison. Oh, comparison. All right, cool. Right, that's, yeah. I was going to say, yep. it'd be very hard to win that bet. We do, John. We take bets on player props. And, you know, you mentioned the Super Bowl, which has – a thousand different ways to bet the game. We do that uh, on games, you know, every single day of the week. During football, we put up a you know big menu to bet on each every game of props. For basketball, we do put it up on players to score triple doubles, uh, double doubles, uh, over unders on how many points they'll score, rebounds. In college sports, is a little bit different. Uh, in Colorado, we're we're not able to offer, uh, you know, markets on individual player stat. In Illinois, we can't do it on, um, you know, teams. They, they don't. They want us to stay away from all teams with, uh, you know, where competing players are playing. Um, Michigan uh, doesn't want us to do it on individual players, but then there's some states that do. Uh, West Virginia, they had no specific betting market market restrictions at all yeah uh, so west, yeah west virginia is a state that's wide open so we are allowed to to do those different types of market and so we do it there but in college sports a little bit people you know some of the regulators think that they don't want the, the players involved in that and to be honest with uh, i don't think there's anything wrong with when the players are involved but i do understand you know why they feel that way so um yeah it, if you look at our menu and go on there, you'll see that the states, some states are restricted on the uh, on the props end. Yeah. I'd say West Virginia just opened up uh, athletic betting, right? No, nah, I think it's been. I think it's been. It's been, it's been it's I been. think, uh, a year and a half, two years now. Two years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have yeah. one more question. Uh, there was a bet in the Super Bowl about uh, with someone's streak on the field. And there was like we didn't know if it was real or not, because the guy that uh, apparently Metallic. the guy that placed the bet that there was going to be a streak on the field was the one that actually did the streaking. So do you, you think that was a, a real bet, or did you hear about that? I did, and they said that bet was made in Vegas, right? And I can tell you a hundred percent fact that that type of bet is not allowed by the uh, Nevada Gaming Commission. Uh. So that bet that bet did not happen. Certainly did not happen <laughs> here in Vegas, and I don't think it happened anywhere. I just think it was a uh, just a ploy to get people's attention. Yeah, uh, caught you, Vitaly. Talk, caught you. Talk about betting on yourself. Yep. Yeah, later. Right? <laughs> Hedging. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. On the final four. Exactly. Getting down to the facts. <laughs> Uh, just oh, uh, one more time to all of our listeners. Remember, our code is forecast. Go to DraftKings.com, get signed up. And right now, while the tournament is going on, you can put down $1 on whatever team you want to win. And if they win, you can win up to $100. So make sure you get signed up. DraftKings.com, use our code forecast. That's F-O-U-R-C-A-S-T. And uh, like Johnny's told us, their menu's huge. You don't have to bet on just basketball, guys. It can be literally anything. If you don't get signed up for DraftKings.com, you're crazy, all right? Download the app. Johnny, um, if you could do uh, one uh, one thing for me. I was wondering if you could uh, 
give uh, some of the adults that listen to our show that do uh, do obviously they uh, they sports wager. Could you give them some don'ts on what not to do when their bet doesn't manifest the way they want it to? to? Like yeah. some don't do this because this will save you a headache or legal trouble or whatever. <laughs> like just yeah, just you know common sense stuff maybe from your point of view because you're in it, so you know like what you yeah. shouldn't be doing. Deshaun, I thought you were going to ask me to have to rap. So thank oh, you. Oh, that was oh, trust me. That was that's that's the last. That's the last thing. Thank you. Thank it was, you. A, yeah, John usually has a customary freestyle at the very end of the show for our guests. So yeah, I could answer this question. All right, perfect. Um, I would say don't chase money, and this is what I mean by that. Um, you know, use the money that you have to gamble with. Make sure it's money that you have set aside that's not going to affect your livelihood and your family. So if, you know, $20 bet is pretty much your max, not going to affect you. It's money you've put aside to, to gamble with. Use that. And when that money's gone, you're done uh, to your next bet. And chasing means if you lose that $20 bet, come back and bet 40 If you lose that, come back and bet 100 That's how you get in trouble gambling. So I'd say just stay within your limits um, and use this as for fun and entertainment. Uh, that's the best advice I could give. And I got to tell you, Deshaun, I've given that advice to workers for me that, you know, come, I've been in Vegas for 41 years. Mm. And when people come to work for me from a, a different town, you know, Vegas is like a candy store. I tell them, look, concentrate on your work. If you want to bet it, a little bit that's fine just don't get carried away because it'll ruin your career it'll ruin your life mm, those are facts yes also great points to people out there man like lay off of the college students lay off yeah, of the college no, players that's, that's what I was just because you have a just because you have a bet on someone like these are amateur athletes they're they're playing their hearts out for you guys and people receiving death threats and all kind of stupid stuff yeah. like leave like leave these guys alone man you made the yeah. bet like live live with the results and and move on yeah don't make thirty thousand dollar bets on on college athletes and then hound them down on, on social media. It's not <laughs> exactly. so unbecoming. That's unfortunate, yeah, because the guys are out there trying their hardest. They want to win. Those guys are athletes, and they put their heart and soul into the games. Absolutely, that's happening out there. Please don't do that. Go get help. Get <laughs> yeah. Don't bet anymore if you're doing that. For real. Exactly. I love it. Go get help. <laughs> but uh, we have a couple alumni games coming up for WVU, oh, which yeah. these guys do every year. Would DraftKings ever want to get in on that to like maybe make some bets for the alumni games? Yeah, I think what we could do for that, guys, we have these we have these free pools, and we put these free pools up every day, mm -hmm. uh, and we do them on weather and the Bachelorette and uh, <laughs> you know all these shows out there and some other uh, sports that we actually don't handle. So I think we should have a free pool. On the game, on those games, and and uh, when I say free, it doesn't cost anything. Anybody from any state, even if sports isn't legal, then their state can play. So, oh, cool. Let's do those free pools, Ashley. What do you think? Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think that could be a lot of fun. Okay, just let me know when those games are, and we'll we'll get that all set up. Absolutely. Look Dope. at that. Dope. There you go, Ash. Ash yeah. making power moves. Making deals, kids. Dave's uh -huh. been. Dave's, Dave's <laughs> had these contacts for two weeks. Ash did it within two minutes. <laughs> Congrats, Congrats. Ash. I've been working behind the hey, scenes oh, to make this dream God? happen, all right? Is that God talking? Oh. Who is this? Who's in here talking to us? This is what he does. You guys here? Uh, 
He wasn't about to give me credit for that. He's like, oh, I narrow. Refused. <laughs> Dave refused. Before before you go, Johnny, what's the over? Are you taking the over or under on KJ's Gucci sweater costing five thousand? <laughs> me and Deshaun have been arguing about this for a while now. Five thousand. Five thousand. Over or under? Over or under? Ooh. Well, I think I'm going. I'm going over. Mm. Mm. Smart man. Smart. <laughs> Definitely over. I'm taking that, the under. That, that, I'm going, yeah, go under. I'm going over. That that that, that sweater cost twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, Deshaun, we were going oh, over God. the analytics and, and KJ has a yacht, uh Bentley, uh condo. Johnny, I have things. I have none of to, these things, Johnny. To, I have none of these things. To, to Johnny's point, if you add that up to KJ's power ranking as <laughs> as a whole, oh, that, that hoodie is definitely I'm over. Literally, literally have none of these things. Uh, that's fantastic. I don't know what these guys are talking about. <laughs> could you tell the could you tell Please. the shoe shine man to stop shining your shoes while you're talking to us, Kevin? <laughs> I can hear I can hear the that little that little I didn't, sound I didn't come into work today to get abused like this. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad you can clear that up for us, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it. <laughs> Well, also, I, mean, I just want to okay. let everybody know, too, uh, speaking of DraftKings, they don't just do the men's NCAA tournament. Remember, the women's games are on there as well. well yes. So get your bets in on that sucker, too. Give it up for the ladies. Absolutely. Oh, so you got, Johnny, you guys don't have a guy like like Deshaun. Like, say Deshaun wanted to work for your company. He knows basketball. Like, he studies the game. Like, he studies NCAA basketball. You guys don't have a guy like that that you can go to and be like, who do you think is going to win? And then pay them some money for telling you guys that. Um, if he wants to come to work for us and he's got a good opinion, I think we could make some room on the payroll. Oh, oh. look at that! There we go. Hey, I, do need, it. I need five percent, day. <laughs> I'm not taking this job. I have a job. I have a job. <laughs> you know, five hundred thousand dollars a year, and you don't want the job. Wow. He he literally didn't say that. <laughs> he said he said nothing about that. Deshaun doesn't want to help us there. He wants to be on the board of director. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Straight to the top. <laughs> There it is. Wow. There well, he, Johnny, he caught me. He caught me. <laughs> he caught me. Nah, nah, this no. has been awesome. I know, yeah. right? Johnny, we have to have you back. This was so nah, much fun. For sure. Awesome. For sure. This was great. We so, should have him come back for every big uh, sporting event. That absolutely. Comes awesome Let's do that, guys. Yes. Thank hopefully, Thank you, John. Hopefully, John will let me borrow some of his stimulus check so that I can make my. <laughs> um, I can make a bet. Somewhere. I didn't even know. I didn't even know you could get the stimulus check uh, when. Never, what? you know what? Oh, I mean, no, 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 finish no, 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 finish your statement. And that, in this last two seconds, I've matured. I'm not going to even get into it. I think one of the qualifiers is do you have anything Gucci? And then if you say yes, you can't get a stimulus check. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I asked for John's, half of John's. So. I didn't see that on the, the paper. Anyways, Johnny, right. thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate you. Thank yeah, you. thanks, man. Thank you, John. Really, really enjoyed it. We'll talk again soon. 68 teams started the tournament, and only the best have survived. 
shoot, there was a couple teams we didn't even think were going to make it to the Sweet 16, like Loyola Chicago and also Oral Roberts, which a lot of people considered the Cinderella teams. Sadly, though, they just didn't make the cut. But we still have 12th-seeded Oregon State moving on to the Elite Eight, as well as number 11, UCLA. And don't forget that DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FORECAST. That's F-O-U-R-C-A-S-T. When you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code FORECAST to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, West Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DraftKings is a partner of Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Nah, what's, what's good, y'all? What's been going on? <sighs> Everything. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Man. I got my uh, information and, and identity stolen. Oh, <gasps> what? So I had to like follow a bunch of like police reports this morning on like my car, like while I was asleep, my car got like swiped to the max almost. So. <gasps> oh, shit. So How'd you find out? I woke up in this morning and got these random texts, which I always think are like either like a scam or something like that. And I saw, I looked and I just text messages like, hey, did you spend money at blah, blah, oh, blah, like two in the morning? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I looked yeah. and. Friggin', so I said no, and then they contacted me, and then uh, I told Meg about it. She looked at the uh, the bills and everything, and it was just like, Whoosh. so. Did it happen locally? Like someone was spending your money locally? That's what we're looking into, because, I mean, she's following her police report right now, so. Oh, my God. That is insane. Good times. You get the bread back? We shall see. I doubt I it. Uh, you'd be surprised, depending on who your bank is. Um, I had whenever I lived in San Antonio, I had my cards like information stolen, not my mm-hmm. actual card. Um, but my bank actually called me and said, "This is unusual spending activity for you," yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't do it," and they gave me all my money back. So hopefully that'll be the case because uh, yeah. But I don't got I don't got money money, so I don't know. <laughs> it was like just a couple hundred dollars at that uh, point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, it's all right. it wasn't too bad. Do you know how it happened? Um, from what I think, cause I still have the cards. I have everything. I'm assuming that someone had something in one of the, uh, cause I've only used the car for gas, like for the gas mm. station and shit. Yep. So I'm assuming that somebody like has something in the gas station, which I would, I should have seen, but I didn't see that shit at all. Like a lot and, of people and they don't. Scan, and they scan, like, they probably like clone my card and then mm-hmm. have a, like a car with my front information on it. And then they just use it. Cause the last time I used the car was Friday. Nothing was there on Friday. No one used the card in between. And yesterday, I'm assuming they got it situated and got it done, and then they used it like dumb late, and they used it at like random places like Walmart and Joseph A. Banks and shit. Like, yeah, so Walmart's like, a big one. That's what I said. Is he trying to get a fucking job? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't know. So, like, yeah. So I saw it. Place said it was pretty quick. Like, I saw it like within. I woke up like at seven thirty this morning and saw it. Got the car shut off. And just checked all my other information to make sure nothing else was wilding. And yeah. Done deal. That's all I can do right now. It's Sunday. 
So, yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy because we live in we live in a great place, but there has been times where I heard other people's cars being broken into. Like my car got broken into like about two times, but it was it was kind of my fault too because I left it unlocked accidentally. But they only took change. Every yeah, time sorry. they only took the the change that I had him, yeah. so that's I was like, "Yo, random. that's low. That's yeah, low. It's probably the petty. same dude. It's probably the same dude because everybody's like cars that have been getting touched, that like have been around. Like I got I got the guy on my video like walking okay. by our car trying to o- unlock the door just to probably take whatever he can get inside the car really quick. Yeah, they did nothing. Crazy. Same thing with me. They just took like everything that was in the car. So I don't leave nothing in my car like no more. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's wild though. So you're telling me this is happening in your guys' neighborhood? I'm assuming yeah. this is like around the area because I mean, okay. I was gonna say the, you guys have a nice neighborhood that's gated. Like I wouldn't think that somebody pan- would just roll up in there. It's a pandemic. People are trying to make their money and do what they gotta do to scheme, scam, or whatever. So I'm true. I just look at it as me just not fucking paying attention. Mm. My shit got broken into and the in my driveway. So if I ever catch you, I was breaking into the cars and I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of him, bro. It's <laughs> gonna be bad. Like I'm gonna beat this. Shit. See, that time I don't mind that. I don't mind. I don't mind those altercations. That's mm. oh, don't. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I told we could use our better judgment. Turn the other cheek. Now all of a sudden I could now it's okay. When it when it come when it come to my job, when it comes to you stealing from me and, and, and at my house and stuff, nah. We, we turn the cheeks. <laughs> wow, that was O D. Yeah. Pause. Wow, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm because I'm mature. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Could you explain to me what you're yeah. saying? Could you explain to me yeah. what you were talking about, Kevin? Yo, keep that in. Keep that, keep that part in, bro. That was funny. I'm too mature to know what you're talking about, so please. Nah, man. Nah, like, it was... I don't nah, know. Nothing. Could you enlighten me? There was nothing funny about All that, right, my cool. bad. Just checking. Just checking. Sorry. <laughs> If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com or in-store on the downtown and Evansdale campuses in Morgantown. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. Well, while we're talking about things... That are bad and or <laughs> annoying and inconvenient. Let's talk about this Mountaineer team, man. We got a lot of players entering transfer portals, and I, I don't even know what to think right now. Uh, and I want to get your guys' opinion on what you think is happening. Deshaun's the coach of the group. I'm all up. Yeah, yeah, good. I just told you guys about my life story. I can go last. <laughs> For those that don't know, let's start with, you know, the first person we heard about was uh, Jordan McCabe entered the Uh. transfer portal. Then we heard Sean McNeil was going to test the waters with the NBA. But if he didn't uh, get what he wanted, he would come back. And then last but not least, Emmett Matthews Jr. has also entered the transfer portal. All right. So I don't think there's been any since then, right? McCabe, honestly, I think like I think I told him he should have transferred a while ago. He should have transferred. Two years ago, after his freshman year or sophomore year, for sure, I told him that. Uh, McNeil testing the waters in the NBA, I think, is normal just to test the waters or whatever. I think he'll be back. And uh, Emmett Matthews surprised me, though, because he's going into his senior year. That really surprised me. But you could tell, like, things weren't really going his way. 
uh, on the court, you know what I'm saying, throughout the season. So, but it yeah. surprised me that he decided to leave, though. Yeah, I sucked. Uh, John, uh, about the uh, Jordan thing, yeah, I I wouldn't have thought. I didn't, honestly, I didn't. I, he, I thought he would have been better suited in a, a different situation, of course. Um, it just wasn't the best situation for him to do the things that he was expecting to do. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too surprised about Jordan uh, winning the transfer. Uh, same with Emmett. I wasn't surprised that he wanted to. I felt like that was – you could just, like, while you're watching the games, I don't like to read into the games and everything like that too much because, I mean, things are happening where people look upset or so on and so forth. But, I mean, the body language and stuff like that, like, guys weren't at their – you could tell when guys are excited or, like, or happy to be a part of what they're a part of. It, I couldn't see that with those two. And then, I mean, Sean testing the waters is Sean testing the waters. Deuce is going to test the waters. Freaking uh, Derek Hover is going to test the waters. Like so, I mean, so hopefully everybody's not going like too like too hurt about Sean's scenario because I mean it's going to be more guys doing it. Um, right. The only thing I was more bummed about is like we talked about this before. We only had like one guy have NCAA uh, experience, and that was Gabe, and no one else had it. And then we finally get some NCAA experience this year, and then like. Our, two of our seniors are like transferring. So like yeah. it's just like it's just terrible timing. It sucks. We got one of our freshmen who who's supposed to come out and play big minutes. He ends up getting hurt. Like and he doesn't get the experience he would have possibly needed to like get better. We might possibly lose two players to the draft. Possibly. I hope that mm-hmm. won't happen. I mean, I hope they both go to the draft and get drafted. But I don't know like what the you never know what the NBA draft. Like people are good players and they don't get drafted all the time, which is trash, but yeah. So you just don't like know what you're gonna get back. So that sucks mm-hmm. for WU, but I'm sure Hugs will figure it out. He's done it before. So. Yeah, Kev. Yeah. I I feel like uh, to piggyback off John's point that um, I think Jordan left too late, and I think Emmett left too late. I, if Emmett was gonna do something like that, he probably should have left last season because it's kind of hard. To go in, what, Emmett got one more year or two more years? They, they well, actually, technically, he could two. have had two. That's what I'm saying. He has two more years. He got two more years? Two okay. More years. So okay. Time, okay. Like, okay. But still, even with that, man, going to, this, to another program and another situation, the grass isn't always greener. That's and true. it's and you, re, and you realize more times than not that guys that do end up transferring don't reach their goal anyway. Yeah. Like, and I hope, and I don't hope that for him or Jordan, but it's just like, that's just the, that's just, it is what it is. Yeah. And then also I was going to ask you guys a question. Do you think that um, Taz and Gabe being able to come back was part of the reason that anyone transferred because they can have people coming back? Or do you think if it was just a regular situation where the seniors were graduating, that everybody would have came back? I don't, I don't know if I think that because Taz was possibly coming back, that would affect anything from the team's point of view. Because everybody, I mean, they're kind of set up in their own their their roles in a way. Like, I just, and I don't think Gabe's taking shots from anybody, so that shouldn't bother anybody as far as coming back. At the end of the day, I just like. The guys weren't happy, and they wanted more. And I and I agree with you, Kev. Like, I wish the if they had did this, they would have did it earlier. But it's just more or less. I kind of feel. I wish people would just stick certain things out. I kind of feel like at this point, and not to say stick it out, like beat, put yourself in a terrible situation for four years or or 
one more year than you need to. I get it. But if the situation is just like unrepairable, you and the coach just do not get along. You can't fix it. By all means, and it's like a toxic environment for the player. I get you wanting to leave, but man, like there's something to said about like being able to weather the fact that you don't get everything you want early. Right. Like it's just like some like I look at like a bunch of the guys that I play with, like just not being able to get whatever they want early definitely helped them out in the sense where maybe they didn't like blow up and get everybody like surrounding them and that yada, yada but at the same time it made them better people at the end of it and it made them better players too because when they had the opportunity to get their freedom I mean I I, I look at I don't like I don't want to bring the junior college guys into it because I mean they were only there for like a couple of years but even I bring Tavon Tavon didn't play much at all and I mean he's having a good career overseas Jay Sean and these guys play well for the most part overseas uh freaking Chase is playing well and they didn't get the glory john and, and everybody like, you know what I'm saying everybody they didn't get glory like like the absolute like oh you're one of the best players in the country green lights and get to do whatever you want in the court and they mastered their role to the point where when they left that was like an extreme strength of theirs and then not to mention they still had the parts of their game that that they can offensively to do other things like they'll have that freedom when they go to the play I get the repetition and wanted to just play a certain way, but the way the transfer portal looks right now, bro, it's like insane. Yeah. Like people are just going to be like, all right, if a coach has placed eight guys and you're not in his top eight, guys are like, yeah, I'm leaving. And they're yeah. just going to be going from place to place. Like it's kind of well, crazy. Um, yesterday, um, Coach Huggins talked on his show about the transfer portal and he said that non-visiting of the campus because of COVID is going to disappoint some people that are in transfer portals. And I, I have to agree with that. Facts. There's gonna be a like, lot how are you going to know that that team's a good fit for you if you can't go to their campus? I, you, I'm or even the campus is a good I, fit, you know? I was, I was going to say, I, yeah, you, you're you right, Ash. And I was going to say, I feel like a lot of these decisions that are being made is based off a lot of emotions and guys yes. not really thinking about – it, they just in the moment and I can't blame them. You know, we're all emotional at some exactly. point, but they're in the moment and they're like, yo, I don't care where I go. I just want out of this situation. And I hope and I hope that's not the the case. And I hope that they're being more, you know, they're thinking more about this stuff. But it, yeah. it just kind of feels that way, especially with everything going on right now. Yeah. Is it possible for them to go in the transfer portal and then change their mind? I mean, but yeah, it is. But who the hell wants you back when you say, yo, I quit? Too Especially hugs. Like, hugs, yo, hugs ain't gonna want like, you back. I don't know any. I don't know any coach that's gonna sit there and be like, "Yo, yeah, I don't want to be here with your team. I want to go to another school." Oh shit, I can't get to another school. Hey, can I come back? Like, no, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like yeah. that's like that's just you real life. And that's these are the grown. Exactly. Like, that's like, and these are grown man decisions at the end of the day. And that's why it's not. It's not about Emmett or Jordan. Obviously, we talk about Emmett and Jordan uh, with them transferring. But it is just about the transferring in general. It's just more or less like, bro, like you make this decision and you could potentially, I don't know. I I just, I kind of feel like you really can set yourself back. Like some of these kids that are transferring, trying to go from D1 to D1 this year, there's so many people in the transfer portal. There's a good chance that there's kids that will never play basketball again. Again. That's how many people are in it. Like that's crazy. There's kids that are D1 players, mid major or high major, or whatever, and there's a chance that they won't be able to play D1 basketball again. Really good players, they'll go play, possibly go to junior college, possibly because those mm-hmm. people are transferring too. And right. there's people that are, 
are D2 players who are transferring to. Like, everybody's transferring because the gates, the, flood, the floodgates are, like, open, basically. Like, and there's, there's going to be people left to their own devices, possibly, for a year. And yeah. that's almost as... That's almost as bad as uh, going to the NBA too early and then not making the team and you losing your eligibility and then like now you stuck. Like that's mm-hmm. like it's a weird scenario because you didn't finish your education, you didn't, you didn't, you can't get another job, like you can't get another college scholarship unless like someone's like really, really going out of their way to look out for you. So it's just I like I wonder that. how that, I wonder how this works out for a lot of people. Like yeah, I, I've seen a lot of familiar names in the transfer portal just. I'm like, and it's a t- the second and third time transfer. Wow, which is a That's red flag wild. in itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, some other key things that Huggins said, I think that we need to talk about is that he also expects Taz uh, and Gabe to, or he said he knows that T- Taz for sure is going to test the waters, but he expects Taz and Gabe both to come back next year, which I think that's great. I hope that is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy enough, sure. though, uh, he didn't mention anything about Culver or McBride, which. Should that concern us? Mm, I want to uh. say concern. It's like I feel like Deuce will do what's bet like best at the end of the day for himself. Um, Deuce, if Deuce goes, I the only thing that worries me about that is just like I hope he doesn't just go and then like he doesn't get a guarantee, like a guarantee. I wouldn't yeah. want him to go and not have anything guaranteed. I feel like he'd be it'd be better for him to come back and then just. I feel like he could obviously get better and kill. Yes. If he the jumps and strides that he's made, I know people will probably say, like, yo, like the way he's like progressed, we don't see him progressing like that again. But I feel like the way the way the team is set up, him if he were to come back his junior year, I don't see why his green light would have I feel like it'd get even brighter. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. want him to go into a situation where like all these point guards are getting are in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Like Davion Mitchell and all these other like I don't even know how the workouts and all that stuff's gonna work this year. But I just like I wonder where he'll fall in as as a as a point guard with these guys. Like I think he's a talented point guard, but like there's gonna be it's gonna I wonder how that all works out. Yeah. Like I said before, I think it's all about timing. And it's not so much that you you're not better than these guys. Exactly. It's just if, if it's a stockpile full of uh full of other good. point guards, it's like, you know, you to gotta go. go with yeah, you gotta go with the odds, but at the same time, he did leave on fire. I mean, maybe his nice. last game was he didn't play as well as he wanted to, but for the most part, he, yeah. yeah, exactly. For the most part, he left on fire. So if you feel like he he's done enough, I don't. You know, people here testing know. the water and they they go crazy about. It. They like, oh yeah, he shouldn't. He's not good enough yet. And nah, I'm like, that. so why you want him to come back then if he's not exactly. good enough? Yeah, right. Like, so so people be, <laughs> yeah, people be contradicting themselves all the time. So let him let him do him and see what happens. And be surprised. Supportive. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, I couldn't. It was it was on while I was sleeping. I know y'all like to tell me I'm too hard on uh Derek Culver, but did did y'all think about I never said that at all. I never say you're too hard. I don't. I don't know. I was about to say I. I never said you're too hard. You know on me? He's a big man. He's running enough. up and down the court. And you no, I said John. I mean, that's that a fact. To, that's a that, fact. That's a fact. But John, what is that's that? Not saying. What, is, what does that have to do with you saying he doesn't work hard enough on the court? He doesn't work hard enough on the court. He's averaging a double double. And yeah. <laughs> he doesn't work. You sound ridiculous. He's, yeah. It's, well, I uh, never it's, said it's he wasn't kinda, working hard enough on the court. That wasn't what I said. 
You said he looked like he was not working hard, like hard on the court. He looks like he doesn't go it's hard. Like, oh, that, yeah, that was your comment. No. That, and then we went from it there. Wasn't. So that's the, now what you're saying now is how we felt when you just said the same bullshit a second ago. No, Cause no, no one said that either, but here you go. I should not make that up. Did they not say I was too hard on, on COVID? Um, I don't no remember. I never say you were, you no were one said too, you were too hard on COVID. I, I, all I, mean, I, definitely, I definitely think that you've said some things like, you know, he could work harder and they, I mean, I do remember that conversation where they're like, look, he's running up and down the court. He's doing this. He's doing that. Based um, on it, but I don't think anybody said you were hard on him for that. Freaking, granted, I'm not saying he's doing great on ball screen, <laughs> on coverage, yeah. but going up, we we named the things of how like how hard his job is. So to say he's not going hard is kind of what like, I said was uh, it's kind of if what I said was it didn't look like he had a sense of urgency. Didn't say he was work not working hard. Right. I said a sense of that definitely. You definitely said that. You definitely said, but you also said the other thing too. No, nah, because we also had that. We've had that conversation. But did you watch the you watch the game? <laughs> anyway. What did you think about the game? Yeah. Um, I felt it was really strange that I cut. We didn't put any of our our shoot our guards consistently in the paint, like in the middle in the two three zone. We caught like. I felt Derek didn't really give us anything trying to uh, to show himself to the middle to the point where Gabe did it extremely better and found people. But I just felt like our our scheme to to try to beat to beat their zone was just like it wasn't it. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was like it was very difficult to watch. Like we were trying to screen on the I, I don't know if it was the inside of the, the middle man in the zone or the outside man in the zone and get layups that direction. And I just felt like it would have we would have been better served putting Taz and putting um putting Sean and those guys who granted our shooters or even I wouldn't even say Emmett, but Taz or Sean and one of these guys who are our shooters in that in that middle spot to make to make them respect it. Because Gabe was getting there, mm-hmm. but they weren't respecting the shot. Nope. And right. we didn't really get we didn't get like we we played terrible in the first half. And what the way I looked at it, it was just more or less the second half, we just made shots, but I don't think we played any better against the zone. I just didn't right. more shots. Point. Like we talked about this before too. You guys said that guards are in like pop. Right? So if they run that offense correctly, they can be. Someone eventually who is a shooter will be at the top of the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they didn't they they barely ran that, bro. That's what like that's what, I'm, like, that was what I was confused about. That's what I'm saying. I didn't understand what the yeah. It was the question of were they so, just not running the offense they were supposed to run yeah. or were they not the offense? I that, think that was the ask. offense, bro. Because I didn't see like I probably saw it probably pop like a couple times, but then after that there was no like there was you know the movement and pop and what. And I'm looking, I'm like I didn't see that. I just saw at a certain point in time like Gabe was just in the middle of the fucking paint. Could could have easily got a three second call. Derek was just sealing, or Emmett was screening on the bottom so these guys could try to get layups in the zone from like the from a weird angle, and it was just like. I just didn't like the. I don't, I don't want to kill it, but I just didn't like the the way it looked. Like it was, we didn't play good basketball the entire game. And I feel like we made shots in the second half was why it was closer than what it was supposed to be. Also, yeah. also in pop, um, you got to have someone that can make that elbow, make that elbow exactly. jump shot, which neither one of our bigs can do right now. So that's yeah, that kind of hard, true. and it's easier to shrink in. It's, it's, it's easier to, huh? It's three people in pop. 
eventually it's yeah yeah but then it, but they, the the two of them you're expecting two of them is, is big men well, so you're not, not always not, gonna not, have not the... necessarily they, but they didn't play it the, they didn't play oh the they didn't play oh, the okay, okay okay that's why i said they didn't run pop okay like that much if anything because literally a lot of you not there were two guards they were almost looked like they were matched up with the zone in a sense mm-hmm. where they had two guards there they had sean or somebody to the wing and they were trying to like find a, like that middle gap there to the second half and they were trying to find passes out of the zone that way but like for the most part, it, it, I didn't see too much pop, bro. Like it was, it was really weird. Like I was wondering what we were doing. I, I, I hadn't seen this before. Yeah. And I watched them play against a two three before. I mean, Oklahoma State plays a two three. Obviously, it's not or uh, it's not a it's not Syracuse's two three, but Oklahoma State plays a two three. Everybody's played a little bit of zone this year. I was I was surprised that they had such an issue with that zone, and I was surprised they didn't pick pick up uh, Syracuse a little bit higher than just half court. Like they didn't press to the very end. I'm not saying pressing is the answer, but pick, making them work a little bit, I thought that that could have been a, a, a you know a factor in the game because Syracuse obviously I would assume that they don't. Who's in? I'm trying to think of somebody in ACC that presses. I can't think of it. Like it's not Louisville. Louisville maybe. It's like just no, not even them. Louisville don't press no more. They do like a they do like a two it's like two two one but it's like the not time off the clock oh, not okay. to like put pressure. Okay. What did you think about uh, Syracuse's zone though? Because when we used to play, I I remember us fucking up Syracuse's zone. Like it was just a zone. It was a it's probably like you know the toughest zone we'll see, but because they run it all the time. But we still used to, yeah they gonna sit in it, and that's the point. We still used to fuck their zone up. Though. I think. I think also, yeah, but I think also besides having shooters, you got to have somebody that's going to constantly rebound when they get out of position. So if you don't have big men, that's not like if you said Derek wasn't playing good. I don't know if that's what you were saying, John. If he ain't played good that game, it shows because if we shoot a shot and they're out of position, that's that's an easy that's an easy uh, putback, rebound mm-hmm. and putback. So you got to have both the both those aspects working, the shooting yeah. and the rebounding. And you want to know what the funny thing is, like uh, John talked about, like us doing what we did well in the zone, mainly because we had shooters, but the emphasis on uh, putting pressure on the basket was very important. Mm -hmm. And we knew like, all right, cool. Maybe I won't get the ball here, but I got to put my body on somebody there in order for this to work. And that's something we didn't do. Um, Like Pitt used to beat Syracuse's zone with just layups. Physical. And we used to get layups with like and finishes. Joe Alexander has one of his best dunks just stepping in in the middle of pop and sealing, getting the ball and dunking. And we used to get layups and stuff like that in the zone too so it could open up for jump shots. But I didn't see any of that, like that contact. I didn't see any of that, like, like and I mean, you're not going to beat a zone just shooting jump shots. And I, I know we're a, good, a decent jump shooting team toward the second half of the season, but we didn't get any like baskets. We didn't get any easy baskets. We didn't push the ball enough in transition. We didn't, it was so many things we didn't do and we were still in the game mm-hmm. and, and we gave up, obviously we give up 30 points to their, their, their best player. It doesn't yeah. really help us out. So, right. and the whole point of a zone is to slow the offense down anyway. Offense down. So they're, exactly. they're inviting you to shoot those shots. You can shoot yeah. those shots all day because chances are, I mean, you may make some, but chances are you're going to be complacent and sh- keep on shooting them. Keep and that's exactly the what they want. Now, if you put pressure <laughs> on them and make them have to actually defend because they don't yeah. want to sitting in a zone. No, they don't want to defend. And if you make them have to defend, that's now that's a whole different story. Yeah. That's what I said. It's the difference between like like looking at teams that beat zones consistently. Like I, I look at our team. Like if we set a screen in the top of the zone, we hit them. Yeah. 
if we said if we're if we're in pop in the bottom, we're hitting bodies, we're crashing into bodies to seal and do all that stuff. Like that wasn't the case. I kind of felt like at times in the game, Derek, like if he didn't get the ball, it was just like, uh, yeah, done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if uh if uh Gabe was in the middle and so so on, but even then Gabe didn't like he has to require you gotta be able to like demand that type of attention and i mean if he's not going to shoot that jump shot they know he's passing they're just going to sit back exactly which is what they did yeah. we didn't attack too much um for me i mean we ta- attacked a, a good bit but it's like now you're dribbling as hard as you can into a two three zone mm-hmm. and figuring it out so like yeah it was it was a uh, it was it's to see our our execution against the two three because it looked really bad the first half in the second half it only looked a little bit better because yeah. sean made some shots and some yeah. and other people made shots from time to time but like the execution against the no, zone no, wasn't no. what I thought it should have been. And and on the other end, they shot the hell out of the ball. Like Syracuse yeah, shot man. the hell out of the ball, bro. But they, no, but it's not even. It, they had two guys that shot the ball pretty well. One of them shot it the entire time, which is the next. Which is why I was like, I wonder why we didn't pick up high enough, like early enough, and make like to wear them out. Because I've kind of felt like we got back. I mean, our guys are gonna do what they're gonna do, somewhat defensively at the half court. Mm-hmm. It's not like the pressure. It was in the past, of course, but like at the same time, like the dude shot eight eight threes, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it made. Excuse me, he made seven or eight threes. Like, damn. Like it. It we could have picked him up and, and tried to. And it's not like he's the most athletic player in the world. Not and it's not a knock on uh, Buddy Behan, but like mm-hmm. he, he's just a he's a really good shooter. He's a skilled shooter. He's a good player. We could have did a, a better job of like putting more pressure on him, wearing him out. Like I can't imagine like us losing to a one besides Steph Curry, a one man team, and he wasn't Steph Curry. So like, <laughs> that's why I had to make sure I added those in there. But mm-hmm. just one dude, just like nah, I couldn't imagine that. Like and, and, and it happened. It was it was it was tough to watch. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think? Uh, what do you think is going to be in the future for WVU? next year um it's hard to tell it just yeah. depends man um we do have some talent coming back uh we got Jalen coming back we mm-hmm. got um who, I who else we got Wesson. who i hope they get jared Wesson. that'd be a oh, nice really? a nice little pickup the reason i said it's, that'd be nice because obviously jordan is leaving and and uh and is leaving point guard. and but that's what i'm saying like Jared's son is at least far. Maybe he might not be like a natural point nah, guard. I guess I, I, I wouldn't say that he's not. That's what I'm saying. We we need a point guard, and he's defensively he's far from an issue. So I know people used to get on Jordan's case about defense and about this and about that about being a point. Like the thing about I look at uh, Westerby as a, a positive is more or less he's a he's a point guard who can defend, and he's coming into this situation knowing like yo. He's not sitting there saying like I'm the I'm I'm the shit I'm this I'm that. He's coming into the situation like ready to work hard, and that's his mentality already. Like, mm-hmm. but that's how smart he is in general as a player. He's gonna come in and figure this shit out because he knows like to be home. I'm, I'm sure he knows like that that be it, it's important. It's important. I kind of right. feel like it's important to the family, but I just For wonder sure. if it's still important to the family now because it's been so long. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. I, I, I'd be nice to have I'd be nice to have West there in the team. It was saying this is the decision they should have made instead of McCabe. Back in the day, like they used to battle it out, like team camp and stuff like that. Him, McCabe, and uh, what's the other dude that transferred? I can't think of his name. The point uh, guard that tra- just transferred, bro. Shibway? Nap? Nap. Oh. Yeah, Brandon. Nap. Yeah. Oh, Brandon? Brandon? 
Who's transferring this year? Is he really? He's transferring again? Yeah, he's transferring again. I saw him using the portal. EKU, that's, he's transferring. That's, that's what Damn. I mean, man. Gra- grass ain't always greener, bro. Green, like, yeah, gotta... And the funny thing is, if not, not, and I don't know if this is not a guarantee because it's like, it's just not, you never know what Coach Huggins. But like, when Jordan had a couple instances or stints in the season where he wasn't playing as well and they were looking to another guard to to go and step in, that could have been that. Like right. that could have been that spot to do so, mm-hmm. and this is like it's just a matter of like timing, and and you just constantly continuously putting in the work and and just being being comfortable in your own skin, knowing like y'all can play. It's just this team is what this team is right now, or I haven't shown what I need to show as of right now. Not oh they don't know what I I could do and then just leave. And I'm not saying that's Nap's mentality. I'm just saying in general with transferring right. without giving it proper thought, you never know. What can what can happen after that? Because the grass isn't always greener. And let's mm-hmm. and let's just be real, man. A lot of people are not as good as they think they, think they are. <laughs> yeah, that us, bro. And that's and that and, and, and that doesn't apply to anybody we're talking about right now. That's just in general. Like sometimes right. you you just not as good as you think you are, and right. and you go somewhere else, and then you see that you're not getting that same playing time. You're like, oh damn, maybe. Wait. Maybe I was thinking light. too high on myself, which or is the nothing. Green light you expected exactly, like, which is nothing wrong with thinking high of yourself. But at the same time, you also got to keep it real with yourself too. Yeah, you need that, that so, line. That, so that reality, that reality is, I promise you, that's such a a tough thing. I bet nowadays with kids in general, just younger players in general, just that line of knowing, like, all right, cool, like this is what I can, what I do, and not. Oh, I should be doing this as opposed to like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. that line is tough, I feel like, for the kids now. Like they just they jump completely to the right. Exactly. It's completely to the right. Yeah. And it's all good to have confidence, but to jump to the right and be like, you know what? I should be doing more of this and they don't let me do that without getting a full grasp of like mis- mm-hmm. like the mistakes you possibly made, the mistakes, like all everything, the entire scoop of everything. Like you gotta be self aware. You gotta be self aware. Do you think they should change a rule in a sense with us? Because they just changed this rule. I think they, I, I'm not sure if it had anything to do with COVID or if they were, because they were contemplating changing the rule. So I don't know exactly about this, but like, imagine, imagine like if people like us are saying like, you know what, they should pay the players, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just can transfer whenever the fuck they want to transfer too. Like imagine like um, in the school's mind, or any business person's mind, if you can get somebody and then all of a sudden they leave for one year, after one year, after you've... you've I mean, I, I would... I like, it's just like, it's weird. It's like... I would I would, huh? I would assume they would do like year-to-year contracts. Yeah, I kind of feel like if, if they should... And I hate to say it because I'm like i I'm all for player. I would feel like if they were to pay players, they would have to like revoke, revoke this transfer portal thing the way it is. It would have to go back to what it was. Because you have to be there for a year under regular scholarship to see if you really like what's going on, to see if you want to be a part of this team. Like your normal transfer, you wait a year, right? Mm-hmm. So that year, you don't, you shouldn't get like. I mean, you could get money off your likeness and do whatever you want to do. But as far as like, if we wanted them to pay players an extra amount or something, or something like that, they should have to like wait a year just to see if people really want to be there. Because otherwise, you're gonna have people just showing up, getting a bag, leaving. Not a bag because it's not really a I bag. I mean, some schools. So I hate to use the term. So a college some student. Schools, some schools, exactly. To so a college like, student, it's a bag. Yeah, to a college student, it's a bag. You just like, yo, show up. You make like four extra, four k, five k on this team, and they be like, well, I was like the eighth man or ninth man, and I know some coaches be like, I wish I never even paid this dude if he came here, and then just like yeah. dip. 
Like, it's just, it's a weird situation. It's like, we know people are working, but there has to be a line of, if you want to get paid, then there's going to be a, a smidge more professionalism involved in what's going on. I'm, not mad. Like, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. But they got to pay the kids first. So until then, it's just going to be, it's going to look like the wild, wild west. Kids the gonna be right. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you want to know? Yeah, you want to know what else I'm also interested in? Uh, what like who who wins in these scenarios? I feel like the bigger schools win in these scenarios. The bigger schools, like the top top name schools, I'm, like our school is a good school and it's a big school, but mm-hmm. it's not what um what Baylor's turned themselves into recently. It's not like um, considered like a blue blood school or anything like that. So like. I wonder how this like because if a player like is not happy here and a Kentucky can sit there, but we'll take you. Like so, like for example, Oscar will go to Kentucky. He's at Kentucky now, and he's getting ready to play next year. And Olivier Saar is there, and I think he might leave this year. But then Kentucky just dra- uh, said drafted, just recruited and, and signed a seven footer mm-hmm. who's supposed to come in and play immediately. So then now he's in a similar situation. Yeah, and that's I, a good I feel point. like, and I feel like with the. Uh, the way this shit the, this is set up with the transfer portal, like when kids aren't happy, like Baylor just picked like Adam Flagler was going to transfer there anyway. But Baylor's like getting good players from mid 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 D ones who can really hoop and just adds them to their team to their team. Mm-hmm. So like you could get these top teams that could sit there and be like, oh, you're not happy here, you could come here. Yeah. Like and it, it's like high like you know how high school was. So <laughs> like That's a it's like high school, but. They, they- but a bigger. They do need to make a rule for the for the transfer portal, like because the the teams that are like the teams that are gonna get the the short end of the stick are like the last place teams and like the big La- conferences. Yeah, because then they're gonna kids are gonna yeah. go mm-hmm. to the last place teams just to get a look and play against the best schools like Kansas and, and facts. So that happened for like a year. Either you lose them to the draft or you lose them to another yeah. team, facts. and that and the top teams are gonna be building their teams every year, year by year, because they have yeah. more. Well, you know, interesting enough, this year, and I think it was like this for a lot of teams, a lot of the JUCO transfers were the ones making noise this year. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. in Juco, the league. That's what I say. JUCO doesn't really, like, the players can play. It's just, like, there's other things sometimes. Like Sometimes it's, like, either playing, it's grades, or it's the person. So, like, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's a, it's a matter of figuring out which one it is. It, but it, it's not a knock on them as a player. So Right. I mean, no, I'm saying they yeah. uh, like a lot of them, like in some of those teams, like their star players were the Juco transfers. I mean, heck, we even had Taz was yeah. a Juco transfer. Took, that's what I'm saying. It took two years. And that's why yeah. I said, like, depending on who it is. Go but go. I'm saying these kids entering the transfer portal, they're not just going to up against other D1 players that can ball. Yeah. They're going up against these Juco kids, too, that have shown that they can freaking play, too. So, I mean, that's, that's just. That's just players. A lot of competition. That's, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It kind of makes it a free agent market now instead of like, yes. like a transfer portal. Because literally, once your name goes in there and they can look and they see if they, and you and your AAU coach or your high school coach is your agent and they can just basically like, yeah, this player's here, this player's there. Like, it's going to make it, like John said, like picking from the top for the top schools. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that, you know, with the transfer portal in play, that um, coaches are going to start looking more towards JUCO players instead of high school players, knowing how fast these kids is transferring? Like these kids is transferring like it's, it's nothing. Obviously, you're going to you're going to go through the high school players, but it's like maybe you you're more inclined to pick a JUCO player over a high school player because you're like, yo, I got a better chance of him staying here if things don't work out his way. 
So I mean, I guess in a, it'll give uh, them a little a, a little bit of a one up, I guess, in a, in the recruiting aspect of picking a JUCO player. But I just think that this like changes how coaches approach things nowadays because I feel like well, another thing that makes coaches change their approach because you can't just do the things that coaches have done in the past and just like be like, well, where are you gonna go? Like, yeah. I'm going that's, here. Like, it's like, you know, you can't just, you can't like hold that over these kids' head yeah. anymore. And if your your philosophies and, and everything aren't in tune with the kids and, and you're not doing right by them in a sense or making them understand why they're not playing or why this is happening the way it is, which sucks because it's like, it's over explanation to on like on crack. Like you have to just explain every little detail. But I mean, you got to now because otherwise, like, you'll be susceptible to kids just saying, well, I don't see myself working out here. And it's like, you're 18. How can you see yourself? Right. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like some, not all 18-year-olds. There's a select few kids that are extremely, extremely talented. And there's some, another select few kids who can get to that level as well. But then it, it takes some time for a good amount of other people. Like, I was one of those kids. It took time. Like, I didn't just fucking... Like, you know, it's like it takes time to turn into the player you want to be. So if things don't go well, I remember myself sitting there saying, I want to transfer. Like, but that's just not, that doesn't help you. (laughs) Right. It doesn't help you in the future. I don't know. I just think Mm -hmm. it's strange. Yeah. And then you got to go somewhere else and like rebuild with that brand and or play. And it's, yeah, I feel like you're just always playing catch up if you're doing that, jumping around from school to school. I just pray everybody getting good advice, man. If you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna make that move, hopefully you thought about it a thousand different ways how it could turn out, and you're making the Prepare. best decision for you and not for somebody else. So hopefully mm-hmm. that's the that's the thought process. Thanks for listening to the okay. show. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast, or call us at 304-807-9098.